بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وأفضل الصلاة وتم التسليم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد فاللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما والحقنا بعبادك الصالحين رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Inshallah tonight we're going to speak about brief description Wasful Jannah Wasful Ahliha Yesterday we spoke about a description of Nar Jahannam for those who attended A little bit more difficult of a topic to speak about Jahannam and Nar Allah Musta'an Lakin Inshallah Ta'ala As the Prophet told us in the authentic Hadith Qudsi relying upon his Lord that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he holds us to how we have husn al of him he holds us to how we have a good thought of him so tonight we're going to speak about Jannah and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us all from those who enter Jannah hisab wala sabiqati adab amin ya so Jannah الجنة فيها ما لا عين رأت ولا أذن سمعت وما لا خطر على قلب بشر إن جنة الفردوس Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared for the, for the residents of الجنة things and rewards that the eyes have never seen and the ears have never heard of nor the hearts have ever thought of. So nothing that we can think of in Jannah from the beautiful things in this world, they're a million times better in Jannah. And one of the ulama of the Salaf, he used to say, مَن لَمْ يَدْخُلْ جَنَّةَ الدُّنْيَا لَنْ يَدْخُلْ جَنَّةَ الْآخِرَةِ Whoever does not enter the Jannah of the dunya, the paradise of the dunya, he shall not enter the Jannah of Al-Akhirah, the Jannah of the Hereafter. What he means by this is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَلَا بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ تَطْمَئِنُّ الْقُلُوبِ Surely by the dhikr, by the mentioning of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the qulub, the hearts of mankind and jinn, become soft and become a place where they can enter Jannah. Because one who speaks about his friend much, or his father, or his son, he usually loves that person, correct? If you speak about someone often, you speak about your favorite sheikh, maybe your favorite soccer player, favorite basketball player, favorite friend, your best friend, and so on. You speak about them due to your love for them. So when one makes constant dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when one's tongue is constantly moist by the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is a alama, a sign, that he loves the one who is mentioning, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the one who mentions Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala much in this dunya, he prepares his heart and he has tashawwuq. He's yearning to meet his Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he enters the dunya, he enters Jannah in this dunya before he enters it in the hereafter. Because he is tranquil, he is mutma'in. He is tranquil and he is serene. And all his humum and his humum, all his worries about what happened before, tragedies that happened before, and the things that he may want to accomplish that he's worried about in the future, whether it may be uh, getting a degree, getting a job, raising kids, the normal things of the dunya that everyone goes through. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes him forget everything by his dhikr, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is the meaning of the qawl of the salaf, where they used to say, that whoever does not enter the jannah of this dunya shall not enter the jannah of the akhirah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وُجُوهٌ يَوْمَئِذٍ نَاظِرَةٌ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهَا نَاظِرَةٌ The wujuhun yawm al-qiyamah and in Jannah, there will be nadira, there will be glowing. And the wujuh will also be looking at their Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. النَّظِرْ إِلَىٰ وَجْهِ اللَّهِ الْكَرِيمِ A glance 
at the face of Allah subhanahu, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's glorious face. Inshallah, we will get to that at the end of this session, bi'ithnillah. So al-jannah, usually the ulama start off by, when they speak about a topic, they usually do some ta'rif. They usually try to define what they're about to speak about. So al-jannah, yani for lack of better translation, is al-bustan al-azim. ذو أشجار كثيرة غطت ما حولها. It is a huge garden or a garden that has many trees that has many branches and it covers everything that is around it. This is why it's called al-jannah because the asal of the kalima, the root of this word, it means التغطيه. It means to cover. السطر. It means to conceal. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-An'am, فَلَمَّا جَنَّ عَلَيْهِ اللَّيْلِ Ibrahim alayhi salam. When the night encompassed him and covered him, رَآ كَوْكَبًا He saw a star, he said, هَذَا رَبِّي This is my Lord, and so on. يعني دشاهد فَلَمَّا جَنَّ عَلَيْهِ اللَّيْلِ When the night time concealed him and covered him. Also, as we may know the word, مَجْنُون For the brothers speak here, what's مَجْنُون? أَخِي زَكَرِيَ آدَمْ Oh, crazy. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us from al-junun and, and cure those who are afflicted by the sickness. Al-junun يعني مستور العقل يعني his aql, his senses and his brain is concealed. So he can no longer think right nor do things that normal people would be able to do. And al-junnah هي ما يتستر بها الجندي في الحرب Al-junnah is a shield. What does a shield do? It covers you. مِنَ الْجِنَّةِ وَالنَّاسِ What's al-jinnah? Jinn. Do we see the jinn? Because they are concealed from us. So this is what al-jinnah is. A garden that has much trees that it covers its residents. Subhanallah. But jannatu al-dunya faniya la mahala. But the jannah of the dunya shall perish and cease to exist without a doubt. كُلُّ مَنْ عَلَيْهَا فَانْ وَيَبْقَى وَجْهُ رَبِّكَ ذُو الْجَلَالِ وَالْإِكْرَامِ Every single thing shall perish and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be the only one who exists and whomsoever he wills with him. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions to us وَضْرِبْ لَهُمْ مَثَلَ الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا كَمَا إِنْ أَنْزَلْنَاهُ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ فَاخْتَلَطَ بِهِ نَبَاتُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala drew a parable for us in the Qur'an. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding us of the things that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends rain down, it grows and it becomes green. Then at the end, it goes back to its normal state as we are يعني, in the fall, winter time that we're in now and we see the leaves dropping and we see the trees dying. But then in the springtime, subhanAllah, they grow again. That's exactly how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to bring us out. But Jannah Al-Akhirah, it is forever. It is everlasting. خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا أَبَدًا That's the difference between Jannah Al-Dunya and Jannah Al-Akhirah. One of the beautiful things about Al-Jannah is that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala غَرَسَ الْجَنَّةِ بِيَدِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى وَلِلَّهِ الْمَثْلُ الْأَعْلَى وَلَيْسَ كَمِثْلِهِ شَيْءٍ وَهُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْبَصِيرُ Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is the one who put Jannah al-Dunya with his hand subhanahu wa ta'ala and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala belongs the best of examples Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not resemble any of his creation Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all hearing, all seeing as it is related in the hadith from Shu'ba from Al-Mughira bin Shu'ba radiallahu anhu he said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi said أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ أَرَدْتُ غرست كرامتهم بيدي وختمت عليها فلم ترى عين ولم تسمع أذن ولم يخطر على قلب بشر أي أنه سبحانه وتعالى غرس كرامة أوليائه في جنة عدن بيده. The Prophet صلى الله عليه told us that Allah سبحانه وتعالى created in the jannah كرامة أوليائه the honoring of those who take him or those who are his allies. Who took him as allies in this dunya, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took them as allies in the hereafter. 
And he, subhanahu wa ta'ala, created Jannah to Adn with his hand. And any time we speak about any sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we always in our minds, we say, And to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala belongs the best of example, because we know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not resemble his creation, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Lakin, we affirm what he affirms, and we negate when he negates, subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu said from the hadith of Jabir, من قال سبحان الله من قال سبحان الله العظيم وبحمده غرست له نخلة في الجنة. Another beautiful faida benefit of al-jannah is that not only did Allah subhanahu wa taala create it with His hand, is that every time we say سبحان الله العظيم and we say سبحان الله وبحمده, Allah subhanahu يعني this is a نخلة في الجنة. This is a date palm tree in Jannah. So every single person, inshaAllah ta'ala, who enters Jannah, every time they say Subhanallah al-Azim, Subhanallah al-Bihamdih, another hadith, kullu tasbiha wa kullu tahleela wa kullu tahmeeda, every time you say Alhamdulillah and Subhanallah wa la ilaha Allah wa Allahu Akbar, every takbira, it is a nakhla, it is a date palm tree in Jannah. So inshaAllah ta'ala, we increase in the date palm trees, inshaAllah ta'ala, in Jannah. From the names of al-Jannah, it has many names. From it is a dar, يعني the abode. For lack of better translation, we would say a house. As Allah subhanahu wa taala says, "In al-dar al-akhira lahiya al-hayawan, lo kanu yaglamun." For surely the abode and the residence of al-akhira, it is al-hayawan. Lo kanu yaglamun if they only knew. And al-hayawan in the Arabic language, يعني nowadays for those who speak Arabic. They know that this word يعني, may be used يعني, in, in, uh, outside of its proper place. But in, in all reality, in the language, الحيوان يعني ذو حيات. الحيوان comes from الحيات. يعني having life. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing us that the dar al-akhirah, it is the real life. It is not the life that we live 60, 70, 80 years and we go through trials and tribulations of sicknesses and death of uh, loved ones and family members and trials and tribulations in our health and our wealth and so on it is a dar that is forever lasting also a dar oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also named al-jannah as-salam as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says oh why why did he name it as-salam dar as-salam the scholars come up with many reasons one of them is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala connected as-salam to him because he is a salam. Allahumma anta as salam wa minka as salam. As we say after every prayer. Oh Allah, you are a salam and from you is a salam. Another thing is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, the next reason is that it is said, Yusallimu Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ala ibadihi fil jannah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to give taslim, is going to say, Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. To those in al-Jannah. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Salamun qawlan, rabdan rahim. Salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to give salam to those in Jannah. That's the second reason. Third reason is that it is said that it is because al-Mala'ika, they are the ones that are going to be giving taslim to the people of Jannah. alaykum. The Malaika are going to enter upon the people of Jannah in, every, in all of their doors and wherever they stay. They are going to give them salam. And they are going to say to them, Salamu alaykum and alhamdulillah يعني, for your patience. بما صبرتم. For your patience in this dunya. Your patience upon staying upon what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered you to do and staying away from what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited you to do. And if you fall short in any of the awamir wal nawahi, in any of the commands of Allah, or what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited you from, you seek tawbah, and so on. And, and bima sabartum also, for being thankful, or at least being patient, when trials and tribulations hit you. Because the very least, and it is min al-wujub, it is compulsory and it is obligatory, when trials and tribulations face us, at the very least, we are patient. At the very least, we are patient. Al-hal al-adna. At the very least, we are patient. 
A better rank, better than being patient, is al-rida. Being pleased with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala katabalak. Being pleased with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written for you from trials and tribulations. Something even higher than that, which is very difficult to reach, is alhamd. When a trial and tribulation reaches you, you say alhamdulillah, not only with your tongue, with your tongue and your heart, with each other, combined. And this maqam, this level, is a level of the anbiya, wal rusul, wal salihin, wal awliya, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and yaj'alna fi zumratihim. They say it is also called السلام لأنها سلمت من المكاره والنقائص. They say it is called السلام دار السلام because it is saved or it is free from المكاره things that we do not like, things that may bother us, and النقائص deficiencies, sicknesses, trials and tribulations. As Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says. لا يرون فيها شمسا ولا زمهريرا. The people of Jannah, they will not feel extreme heat, nor will they feel extreme cold. Rather, they will be right in the middle, how, however the temperature they like. If they like their AC on 70 degrees, 72, 68, whatever the case might be, يعني all they have to do is just think about it, and, and, and it's there for them. Wallahi alhamd. Allah subhanahu wa taala also names it. Dar al-Muqama. Yani, when somebody travels to a foreign country, right? He first gets a visa. And before he gets a citizenship, he may have an iqama, right? Residency. This is why it's called Dar al-Muqama. A place of residence. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Hakiyan ma sayyakuluhu ahlul jannah. Saying what the people of Jannah will say, the one who has allowed us to live in Dar al-Muqama, which is Dar al-Jannah. Also, al-Jannah was also called al-Husna. It is called al-Husna. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لِلَّذِينَ أَحْسَنُوا الْحُسْنَ وَزِيَادَةِ And we'll get to the end part, al-Ziyadah at the end, inshaAllah. That we'll stick to al-Husna. Al-Husna, to not get too deep in any uh, linguistic stuff. وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى فَدْعُوهُ بِهَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala belongs al-asma'u al-husna, the beautiful names. The names that have reached the pinnacle that has no pinnacle. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not have a head, does not have a pinnacle, correct? So no matter what we think of the beautiful names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how beautiful they may be, they're more beautiful than anything we can imagine. Nor do they have a pinnacle. Yani, nor do they reach a level where they, where they cannot get any more beautiful. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has no pinnacle. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that Al-Jannah is also called Al-Husna. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has Al-Asma'ul Husna, the beautiful names. Because Al-Husna was created by who? The one who owns or is described with Al-Asma'ul Husna. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has al-Isma'u al-Husna and from his subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, his karam, he has created for us a jannah that everything in it is husna. And husna here real quick is min ya'ni wazn afdal al-tafdeel aw af'al. When a person says, ana ahsan aw huwa ahsan, he is better. Right? Ahsan means the best. As we read in Surah Al-Kahf, uh, or to not, not use that example, the feminine version of it is Al-Husna. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala belongs the best of names. And what's beautiful about it is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us something that is Husna from Him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another name of it is called Tuba. وَطُوبَى تُطْلَقْ عَلَى الْجَنَّةِ كُلِّهَا أَوْ شَجْرَةٍ فِي الْجَنَّةِ Another name is Tuba. Tuba 
can be referred to as all of Jannah. Or it can be referred to as a tree in Jannah. As the Prophet said in the end of a hadith, Tuba lil Goodness, yani Tuba to those who are strange. Because Islam started as something strange and it will end as something strange. Fatuba lil So glad tidings to those who are Ghuraba, those who are strange. Because when Islam came in, they were around a bunch of shirk. So they were the strange ones. And at the end of times, Islam is also going to be a strange thing because there's many, يعني, there, there's going to be much corruption and so on. So if, if the Prophet وسلم, is saying Tuba for the one who is strange, if, Allah, if the Prophet وسلم, is promising you a tree in Jannah, that means you're going to Jannah. So either way, if Tuba means Al Jannah or if Tuba means a tree in Jannah, either way, inshallah ta'ala, you are promised Jannah. So one of the names of Al-Jannah is called Tuba. And they say, if it is referred to as a tree in Jannah, they say that this tree in Jannah, They say that this, this tree in Jannah that is called Tuba is, is, is going to be a tree that the person who is riding the fastest animal he can think of a Jannah whatever he wants in Jannah you want a Ferrari, you want a Lambo, whatever you want you're riding it you will not be able to pass the shadow of that tree yet alone the tree the shadow of the tree you know how there's a big tree, right? the sun is out there's a shadow from its branches, right? a person will not be able to cross just the shadow. It will not take it will take him more than a hundred years to cross that shadow. That's how big Jannah is, and that's the rewards that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed for those who fear him and those who believe in him and his messenger sallallahu It is also called Al Maqad. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, In al Muttaqina fi Jannatin wanahar fi Maqadi Sidqin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Surely those who fear their Lord, they will have Jannat, plural of Jannah, many gardens, Wanahar, and rivers. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala named Al-Jannah Maqad, a place where you sit down, a place where you relax, and so on and so forth. And there are many levels of Jannah. There's Al-Firdaus Al-A'la. There is Al-Ghuraf. There are many, many, many uh, levels of Jannah. And one of the beautiful things of Jannah is that when the person is in Jannah, even if he is in the lowest level of Jannah, he does not know that there are other people who are in higher levels than him in paradise. This is from the ni'mah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, from his blessing upon his slaves. Because in the dunya, يتفاوت الناس. Dunya, people have different things, right? Some people are taller, some people are shorter, some people play sports better than others, some people work out, some people don't, some people have wealth, some people don't, and so on. And this tafawut, this differentiation between people may cause bad things amongst them. May cause a person, at the very least, he may feel bad that he doesn't have what his brother has or what that person has. But in Jannah, even if your brother or your sister has more than you, you will think that you are the one who has more than anyone else. That's the beautiful thing about Al-Jannah. And from the terrible things about the hellfire, is that the person being punished, the least level of punishment, he will feel like he is punished, the highest level of punishment. Although he's only being punished very little compared to everyone else. So we have Al-Muqarrabun. And we have Ashabu Al-Yameen. And we have those, يعني, من هم دون ذلك الله سبحانه وتعالى سيد ثم أورثنا الكتاب الذين اصطفينا من عبادنا then we gave the book to the people that we chose from our slaves this is the shahid here فمنهم ظالم لنفسه from them is one who has oppressed himself by not following what Allah سبحانه وتعالى has ordered and by embarking upon what Allah سبحانه وتعالى has prohibited us from doing فَمِنْهُمْ ظَالِمٌ لِنَفْسِهِ وَمِنْهُمْ مُقْتَصِدٌ And from them, يعني, 
he's in the middle. He does what he needs to do from al-wajibat. He does not fall short from al-wajibat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders him to fast Ramadan, and he is able to, he fasts Ramadan. He does not break his fast on purpose. If he's sick, inshallah, he makes it up. He's able to make Hajj and Umrah, he goes and makes Hajj and Umrah. He does not leave off Fajr prayer. He does not leave off Dhuhr prayer. He doesn't leave off the five prayers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered him with. He does not leave off Zakat if he is from the people of Zakat. He has wealth and so on and so forth and meets the conditions of Zakat. He does all these things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered him with. He believes in Allah. He believes in his messages. He believes in his books. He believes in the angels. He believes in the last day. He believes in the Qadr, the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the good of it and the bad of it. He does the wajibat, muqtasil. Lakin he may not do the extra nawafil, the extra steps, the extra supererogatory things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not ordered us, lakin has uh, showed us that it can increase us in levels. Minhum muqtasil wa minhum sabiqun bil khayrat. And from them, sabiqun bil khayrat. One who races to do al-khayrat. One who does everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered him to do and then some. One who praises sunan, al-rawatib, wa ghayriha. One who fasts Monday and Thursdays, every other day, siyam Dawood. One who is good to his parents, has bir al-walidain. One that is good to his wife, she that is good to her husband. Parents that are good to their kids, good to their brothers and their sisters, good to their friends, good companions, and so on. These are those that are sabiqun bil khayrat. So sabiqun bil khayrat is al-muqarrabun. Wal-muqtasidun, those that are in the middle, are ashabul yameen. And those that are under that are zalimuna li-anfusihim. Yani in our reality, who is not zalim bi-nafsihi, who has not oppressed himself. No one is free from it. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and yatajawza anha, anna, amin ya Rabbi. From the things that may, uh, or from the beautiful things in Jannah, right? As, as, as we all know, Al-Hur uh, Al-Ain, right? This may be a khitab, this may be a message more so to the men than the women. But, but, this is going to be a very important point because Islam is being attacked from all angles. And from the angles that is being attacked is from not only Al-Mustashriqeen, those are orient Orientalists. This has been happening, whoever reads history, pre-World War One, 1800s, from Germany and France and so on, and whoever reads history, we'll, we'll see this clearly. Lakin is being attacked in a different way, in a different, clever, sneaky way, like a fox. Fox only comes to your backyard or to your farm and eats the chickens when you're not there, when your guard dog is not there. If you're there and your guard dog is there, the fox never comes. So Islam is being attacked by foxes. And we have to be, يعني, not guard dogs, not dogs, يعني, be, be, oh, owners, uh, shepherds, نعم. shepherds, نعم. and so on. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in Al-Quran, are like pearls that are maknoon, that are hidden. Pearls that are hidden hidden treasures. So a sister may read this ayah and this khitab is not necessarily towards her. This speech is not necessarily towards her. But from the beautiful things of Al-Jannah is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has described Al-Hur Al-Ain, right? He has described Al-Hur Al-Ain. Lakin has he described the women in Jannah? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has described Hur al And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also has described Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Rahman If someone can remind me Bata'inuha min istabraq The ayah before that and then that one Naam Okay, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Bata'inuha min istabraq Okay, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking about the, uh, the furniture of the people of Jannah. يعني متكيين على فرش بطائنها من استبرق جزاك الله The people of Jannah are going to be laying down upon furush. Things are laid out for them. بطائنها من استبرق يعني from استبرق can be translated يعني just imagine the most beautiful jewelry and gems and so on and so forth. Okay, 
بطائنها يعني it's inside is from استبرة is made from these beautiful gems it's inside not it's outside if I took this jalaba and I wore it inside out would it look as nice? no because usually the inside has its stitches correct? if you were to take your sweater off and you wore it inside out wouldn't it be inside? you wouldn't see essentials written you see it written backwards right? أخي سمير if you were to take that out right? exactly same thing if we look at any of our clothes the inside is usually, يعني, for lack of better terms, is not as good looking or يعني, it's ugly in all reality. The, the, the stitching is on the inside and so on. Like in the outside is beautiful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never described anything that is exterior in Jannah, only the, the interior things. Not things that are outside, the exterior. So the inside of these furush and the things that the people are going to lay down are made out of what? Gems and jewelry and gold and fiddah and silver. What about the outside? SubhanAllah. If the inside of your jillab, if the inside of your clothes are beautiful, MashaAllah, then your outside are going to be even more beautiful. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has described Hurul Ain. They are less than the women of Jannah in terms of beauty. This is proof to show us that they are less beautiful than the women of Jannah. So just in case sisters read certain ayat that have Hurul Ain. And they may think that what is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prepared for us and he's prepared for the men, etc, etc. The sisters who enter Jannah have more beauty than any hur al-'in that exists in Jannah. That's one. So this is something to get rid of out of our minds for the people that are promoting certain things, right? Feminism and so on. And uh, one, one, one of the funny things is that there, 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 there's, there's a hadith, uh, also some, some, uh, some may use this as well. There, 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 there's a hadith of the Prophet he said that the hurul ain, every single time she, uh, a, 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 a wife for example, may uh, disobey her husband or be uh, disobedient to her husband and so on in, 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 in a bad way. That the hurul ain say, لا تؤذيه قاتلك الله Do not bother him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fight you. For surely, he, he is only a short residence with you and he will be with us. So many people may, may read these things, may read these ahadith or these ayat and think that the women are of lesser level than hurul ain. No, no way. How? When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made tafdeel of Bani Adam, he's made tafdeel of Bani Adam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered the malaika who is closer than al-malaika? Who is closer than al-malaika? No one. There's malaika who hold the arsh of al-Rahman. And it's four of them now. And, and yawm al-qiyamah will be eight. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says al-haqqa. What do you say about thamaniyah? The brothers remember al-haqqa? Al-haqqa? Fahmil ash rabbika? Thamaniyah. On yawm al-qiyamah, the arsh is going to be so heavy, heavier than it is usually. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to order eight of the mala'ika to hold it. And not four. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered the mala'ika to make sujood to Adam alayhi salam. Real sujood. Sujood tahiyya. Sujood of tasneem, of assalamu alaykum. How they used to do and it has been prohibited in our sharia. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Hawa, Eve alayhi salam from Adam alayhi salam. So they are one. An-nisa, shaqa'iq, al-rijal. And Nisa come from the men. So if men are given this status in Jannah and this beauty and so on, what about the women? It's the same thing. So this is just a يعني, uh, side topic in order to refute any of the doubts that those may come with or those that may have some ishkal or istishkalat. They, they, they may see some ayat or some hadith problematic for their understanding. This, wallahi, is, is it. So inshallah ta'ala we, 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 aren't, we aren't fooled by, by that Libas Ahl al-Jannah What are Ahl al-Jannah going to wear? Ahl al-Jannah are going to wear Al-Harir Wal-Stabraq Silk Gems Gold Silver Gold is haram for them now In this dunya But it's made haram for them In the akhirah Halal for them In the akhirah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Has made silk Haram ala rijali ummati sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Has made silk 
حرام upon the money لكن بالآخرة the men can enjoy all the silk they want to enjoy إن شاء الله تعالى and this والله يعني when we speak about الجنة والنار and things of الغيبيات and things that we do not see we really have to try to picture it because we live in a world now in 2022 Gregorian calendar and it's about to be 23 we live in a world now one يعني مادي بامتياز one it is a materialistic time time period that we live in by far Allahu A'lam if the world has seen such a materialistic uh, time period more materialistic than this time, that's one. Two, we believe in things that we see. If we see it, we believe it. If we don't see it, we don't believe it. And this is one of the tactics that they come and they try to make hujum al-Islam. And they try to make this يعني, attack upon Islam. That we believe in fairy tales and we believe in things and so on and so forth. And they say, يعني, you have to see it to believe it. And there was one person arguing with, with, with a Muslim. He tells him, you know, you live once, YOLO, etc. Why don't you, you know, just, 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 just do what you want to do. Whatever you want to do. You live 60, 70, 80 years, you're young, do what you want to do. You're, 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 you're worried about a punishment of the grave or a jannah or a nab that you don't even know exists or not. You can't prove to me it exists. You can prove to me the color of your shirt is red or black or white, but you can't prove to me it exists. So what if you get to your grave and you realize that it doesn't exist? What are you going to do then? You're like, man, I, I should have just chilled. You reverse that tactic back to him. Okay, you do what you want for 60 years. Everybody here is in their teens or maybe younger, in their 30s, 40s, 50s. Ask any of the older brothers, older uncles who are in their 60s. Oh, uncle... Can you give me a brief description of your life and how fast 60 years has passed? He's going to tell you, Akhi, it has flown by. We usually read autobiographies about people, right? They may write a book. Okay, 600 pages. The man lived 80 years. All you can tell me is 600 pages of your life? That's all you remember? If we really look at it, Wallahi, it's a sh such a short, short, short time compared to the Akhirah. We reverse that tactic back to him. Okay. You want to do your thing for 60 years? Now let's say, hypothetically speaking, you get to your grave and you realize there's Jannah and there's Naam. You realize there's Adab and there's Naeem. There's punishment, there's reward. Now what are you going to do? Are you going to be able to go back? No, Allah, you can't. So I'd rather take the risk and obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for 60 measly years and then pass away. And inshallah, we do believe it is true. But just hypothetically speaking, tanazulan ma'ahu. Just so we can just show him. I, I, I'd rather wait 60 years and find out that. Then find out the former. Find out the opposite. I do what I want. And then I meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's angry with me. You know, so we really have to try to picture it and speak about it often. As the Prophet says, Increase in remembrance of the, the, the one that cuts. The one that cuts off that the things that you enjoy, the dunya, food, drink, etc. And in a riwayah, hadim biddal, the destroyer, the one that destroys that the things that you love, the enjoyments of the dunya. So we have Ahl Jannah, and we have Al Muqarrabun, and we have Al Muqtasideen, and we have Manhum. Those that are under them. We also have Ashab al-A'raf. Ashab al-A'raf. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions them in al-A'raf with his saying, وَبَيْنَهُمَا حِجَابٍ أي Hijab. There's a hijab, there's a partition between Jannah and Naam. وَعَلَى الْأَعْرَافِ رِجَالٌ يَعْرِفُونَ كُلًّا بِسِيمَاهُ وَعَلَى الْأَعْرَافِ Al-A'raf is huge walls between Jannah and Al-Nar. There is going to be men there. Some ulama say that there is only going to be men. Because they say, women, inshallah, are either going to be in Jannah or they're going to be in Hellfire. As opposed to men, they may be those يعني, that, that may be halfway. Because يعني, the tendencies of men uh, differ from the tendencies of uh, women. So, Al-A'raf Rijal. These Men are those تساوت حسناتهم وسيئاتهم. These are the men 
that their hasanat, their good deeds, and their sayyat, their bad deeds are equal. A thousand, a thousand, a million, a million, five hundred, five hundred. They're equal. Not a little bit here, not a little bit there. I remember, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala counts every dharra. And dharra in Arabic language means a namlatu sagira. A small, a small ant. So even a small ant worth of hasanat did not tip their scale over. And even a small ant worth of hasanat or sayyat did not tip their scale over of bad deeds. Rather, it's exactly the same, subhanAllah. Yani if we can measure it in decimal points, Allah alam, what it would be, point, 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 whatever. Allah point zero, zero, zero. Allah alam, what it would be. Lakin, look what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. And, and at, at, at the end, these people upon Al-A'raf are going to enter Jannah. These people upon Al-A'raf are going to enter Jannah. Lakin, just the, uh, not excitement, lakin the anticipation of, of being held back. And you're, you're, you're not going to the hellfire. Because we know some Muslims, save us from it. The Usaf al-Muslimin, those who disobey Allah, their sayyat are more than their hasanat. They will enter Jahannam and as, as a cleansing, as a tathir, and then they will be taken out of Jahannam and placed in Jannah. But these Ashab al-A'raf, they will not be in Jahannam ever. Rather, they will be the last ones entering Jannah and people of Jannah entered. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لَمْ يَدْخُلُوهَا وَهُمْ يَطَمَعُونَ They did not enter at that point, وَهُمْ يَطَمَعُونَ And they are yearning to get into it. Wallah subhanahu wa ta'ala la yukhayyib man yatma' ma'indah man yurid ma'indah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not make those lose who want what Allah who want what is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because they have not entered just yet wahum yatma'un yani hal kawnihim yatma'un and at that point, their hal, their condition, they want to enter it. And they're waiting, they're yearning. So by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy, first and foremost, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows them to enter because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not make anyone lose or fail. If they want something that is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they truly want it. The Prophet sallallahu from the hadith of Mu'ad ibn Jabal, he said, Al-Jannatu mi'atu daraja. Ma bayna kulli darajatayni kama bayna samai wal ard. Al-Jannah has a hundred degrees. And that which is between two of these degrees is the distance between the sama'i wal ard. Is a distance between the heaven and the earth. And as we know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created his arsh. And the similitude of the arsh to the kursi, wasi'a kursiyuhu. This is the kursi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not the arsh. The comparison, the similitude between the arsh and the kursi is like taking a ring and throwing it in the desert. The brothers who are married, married ring, يعني, يعني throw, throw it in the desert. Throw it all in the desert and see if you find it. That's the difference between the size of Al-Arsh, of Al-Rahman subhanahu wa ta'ala and his kursi. And the difference between the size of the kursi and the heavens is that of Al-Arsh and Al-Kursi, the same thing. A ring and a desert. And that which is between every level of Jannah is 500 years. Wallahu a'lam what these years are. Are these years how we count? Are these years light years? Are these years Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a'lam? So between al-Jannah or between the darajat, between the levels of al-Jannah is that which is between the heavens and the earth. Wal-Firdaws a'la al-Jannah wa awsatuha wa fawqahu arshur rahman wa minha yatafajjaru anhar al-Jannah fa idha sa'altum Allah fas'aluh al-Firdaws. And A'la al-Jannah, and the highest level of Jannah, and the middle part of Jannah is Al-Firdaus. And the level, or the, يعني, the ceiling, Saqf Al-Firdaus, Arshur Rahman, as it came in the authentic hadith. The ceiling and the end point of Al-Firdaus is the Arsh of Al-Rahman, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is the Arsh is the throne of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that, from the Arsh, is is where the water from the rivers flow. From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's arsh, the water comes down, which becomes the rivers of Jannah. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said, فَإِذَا سَأَلْتُمُ اللَّهِ فَاسْأَلُوهُ الْفِرْدَوْسِ So if you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for anything, if you ask Him for a Jannah, then ask Him for the highest part of a Jannah, al-Firdaus. 
Because if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't give you al-firdaus and he gives you the middle part of Jannah, alhamdulillah, you're still in Jannah. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't give you the middle part and give you something lower than that, alhamdulillah, you're still in Jannah. If you get the lowest part of Jannah, the last person to enter Jannah after he is taken out, the last Muslim to be taken out of Jahannam and thrown in the river of life and he comes out as if he was never punished before. Yeah, and he completely forgets he was punished. SubhanAllah. The last Muslim to complete to get out of Jahannam, to get out of the Naar, to get out of the hellfire, before it is completely closed, the last Muslim, he comes out and he bathes inside the river of life. Then he comes out and he forgets whatever happened to him. This is from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then he is given ten times of this world. Yani, if, if anyone gives us a mansion, yani we're, we're, we're alright with that, right? So, what if someone tells you, hey, akhi, this, this, this whole 40 acres is yours. This, this whole state of Virginia, it's all yours. It's yours. Do, do whatever you want with it, alhamdulillah. You want to raise cows, you want to raise camels, do whatever you want. You want to, yani, uh, dirt bike, wh- whatever you like to do, do it. The last person from the Muslimin to be taken out of Jahannam, he's going to be given tenfolds of this dunya. Entire world that is in it. And dunya d- d- does not mean yani, this, this earth that we're living in. Imagine all everywhere else. Everything else has created, this dunya. From the things that we call Mars, things that we call Jupiter, things that we, yani, whatever you can think of, subhanAllah. The last thing, inshallah ta'ala, is the people of Al-Jannah, and first and foremost, the Muslimin of Al-Yawm Al-Qiyamah, they're going to be given the pleasure of seeing Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. As Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says, وُجُوهُمْ يَوْمَ On that day, وُجُوه, the faces of the Mu'mineen, are going to be glowing and beautiful. إِلَىٰ رَبِّهَا نَاظِرَةً Looking and glancing upon, Allah, upon Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala's face. Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And the people of Jannah, since they are of different levels, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to call them out. And every single thing that they have in their hand is going to speak to them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is calling you for a mu'id, a, a meeting. I need to go look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything that the people of Jannah are doing, whether they're riding their horse, they're riding their Ferrari, whatever they're doing, whatever they have in their hand is going to speak to them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, mu'idik al-an. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yani you're meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is now. So they're going to go. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to unveil the partition that is between him and the people of Jannah. Before that, he is going to ask them, O oh people of Jannah, are you pleased? They're going to say, Ay ya Rabb. Yani na'am ya Rabb. Yes, we are. Are you pleased with that I have, of that which I have given you? They're going to say, yes, our Lord, we have. Then he is going to tell them, Do you, should I not give you more? He is go- they're all going to say, the people of Jannah, have you not whitened our face, yani faces, yani made it bright and made it shine? Have you not given us everlasting life? Have you not given us everything that we desired for? Have you not given us everything that we can ask for and then some? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, at that point, He is going to take down the partition and everyone is going to look at His face, the people of Jannah and the different levels of Jannah. Some people are going to see Him every hour. Some people are going to see Him every day. And the least people are going to see Him every Friday. Yani Jumu'ah. So inshallah, we, we try to make all the... Jum'ah, inshallah, and we don't miss it except, except, except we have an excuse in this dunya. So at least on, uh, after Yom Al-Qiyam Al-Jannah, we're able to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at least every Friday. Lakin, what's the hajj between us and seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? A, a mu'min, inshallah, we're all from them. What's stopping us from seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Right now, we're all in this room, we're all in Masjid Medina and everything. What is the, the, the blockade, the speed bump that is between us and the Jannah? What's the one thing we, have to, we all have to go through? Death. That's the one thing that we all have to go through. How grandeur and how severe and how severe is death? We hurt 
and we go through pain when we lose loved ones. Lakin we have not faced that ourselves. And death was severe upon the Prophet And every single person is going to have a share of that. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the authentic hadith, Al-Qudsi, وَمَا تَرَدَّدْتُ عَنْ شَيْءٍ أَنَا فَاعِلُهُ تَرَدُّدِي عَنْ نَفْسِ الْمُؤْمِنِ يَكْرَهُ الْمَوْتُ وَأَنَا أَكْرَهُ مَسَاءَتَهُ وَلَا بُدَّ لَهُ مِنْهُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, or the Prophet mentioned to us, relying upon his Lord, the Hadith Qudsi, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I am not, I have not been so hesitant upon doing something. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking to us. I have not been so hesitant upon doing something more so than taking the life of my slave. Al-Mu'min. And this is not only for the believer. This is not, this does not happen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not hesitant from taking the life of the kafir or the mushrik. Right? The believer, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is hesitant from taking his soul. Why? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us the illa. يَكْرَهُ الْمَوْتُ وَأَنَا أَكْرَهُ he dislikes and he hates and moat. Why? Because he, because he, يعني, it hurts dying. You leave off your family. You leave off everything you worked for. You leave off the, 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 the dunya that you have been accustomed to 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years. يعني, imagine somebody who used to go, يعني, the younger brothers. Imagine you went to an elementary school with all your friends, middle school, then your junior high school. يعني, you, you, you had to move all the way to Leesburg. How would you feel? And you have friends, right? Ask the older uncles who may have to have left their families and their country to come over here to work. How they felt leaving their family members. Lakin, they could always fly back. You could always see your friends. And even if you move to Leesburg, you move to West Virginia, you move to New York, you move to the other side of the country, you can always see them again. Lakin, we as humans, also jinn, we hate death. يَكْرَهُ الْمَوْتُ وَأَنَا أَكْرَهُ And I, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, I hate, I dislike doing something bad to him. Anything that is saying. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا بُدَّ لَهُ مِنْهُ But there is no, there is no going around it. He has to pass away. He has to pass away. So that is one thing, or the only thing, that is between Al-Abd Al-Mu'min, the believing slave, and seeing his Lord Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And what's... And what's beautiful about what Akhuna Amr recited tonight, وَسِيقَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا لَجَهَنَّمَ Zumara and the kuffar on Yom Al Qiyamah, they are going to be driven into Jahannam, Zumara, a jama'at, jama'at, many, many groups. Hatta uha futihat abwabuha, that's the shahid. Futihat abwabuha. And then when they reach it, futihat abwabuha, with no wow. Let's fast forward to the next one. Wasiqa al-ladina taqaw rabbahum ilal jannati, Zumara. Same thing. The people of Jannah will be driven to. Are, are the people who fear the Lord, the muttaqin, will be driven to Jannah, Zumara, Jama'at, Jama'at, groups amongst groups. Hatta idha ja'uha wa futihat. Lakin fi jahannam, futihat. Wafil jannah, wa futihat. For the hellfire, futihat. And for Jannah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, wa. The difference here is this wa tadullu ala shafa'at al Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. فَيَدُقُّ بَابِ الْجَنَّةِ فَيُفْتَحُ لَهُ صلى الله عليه وسلم وَلَا لِغَيْرِهِ وَلَا لِغَيْرِهِ مِنَ الْبَشَرِ صلى الله عليه وسلم When the people of Jahannam, they're going to be driven to Jahannam وَالْعِيَادُ بِاللَّهِ They're going to find its doors open already. The doors of it is already going to be open. The flames are, are already going to be flaming. The heat is already going to be hitting them. لكن the people of Jannah, when they enter Jannah, before they enter Jannah, we have one more shafa'ah of our beloved Prophet He is going to be the first one to knock on the door of Jannah. And it is going to be open for him and nobody else. 
That is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَفُتِحَتْ أَبْوَابُهَا فَرَ الْجَنَّةِ Because this wow here alludes that something has to happen before the opening of the doors of Jannah. As opposed to, to the doors of Jahannam, it is already going to be opened for the kuffar and the mushrikeen. وَالْعَيَذُ Last but not least, our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in his glorious book, Surely those who say our Lord is Allah Then they remain steadfast They have istiqamah And they always ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for more istiqamah No matter how much mustaqimin How steadfast they think They have reached For surely The hearts of the believers The hearts of everyone is in between the two fingers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he turns them as he wills. So one may be, as the Prophet sallallahu said, One may wake up in the morning, he is a mu'min, and in the evening time, he is other than that. And one may be a mu'min in the evening time, wakes up in the morning, and he is the opposite of that. وَالْعَيَذُ بِاللَّهِ تَتَنَزَّلُ عَلَيْهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ أَلَّا تَخَافُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا الملائكة, When a person is about to die, when a mu'min is about to die The malaika descend upon him And they say to them أَلَّا تَخَافُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا وَأَبْشِرُوا بِالْجَنَّةِ الَّتِي كُنْتُمْ تُوْعَدُونَ And have the glad tidings of the jannah that you were promised you were promised that there was a reward and there was punishment. And you did what your Lord advised you to do and you stayed away from your Lord, what your Lord prohibited you to do. And if you fell short in any of these two, you were very fast to return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All the children of Adam, the men and the women alike, we sin much. And the best of the sinners are those who turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala much. Khayr al-khattain. The Prophet said al-khattain. Those who have akhta'a kathira. Those who sin a lot. Lakin, what do they do? Even if they sin a lot, they turn back to Allah even more. You sin a hundred times, turn back to Allah. Two hundred. You sin a thousand, turn back to Allah. Two thousand. You will be from those who are tawabin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will write you from those who are tawabin. He will completely erase your sayyat. Al-Malaika, they also are with us. They are with the Mu'mineen in this dunya. Before they are with them, fi al Before they are with the believers, at the time and the hour of death. How is that? The Prophet said from the hadith of Mas'ud, Inna Adam. For surely a shaytan has a lamma, a whisper. Something that he has in Ibn Adam Or that is connected between him and Ibn Adam Then the Prophet Sallallahu says وَلِلْمَلِكِ And the Malik And the angel that is assigned to us as well Has a lemma as well Has something between us and them فَأَمَّا لَمَّةُ الشَّيْطَانِ As for the lemma of الشَّيْطَانِ فَإِعَادٌ بِالشَّرِّ وَتَكْذِيبٌ بِالْحَقِّ he tries to get you to belie the truth. He tries to promise you bad things. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, الشيطان يعدكم الفقر الشيطان, he promises you الفقر Poverty. Even if you have money, don't give. Don't give. If you give this hundred in your pocket, you may not have much anymore. Don't give. He promises us what? Al-faqr, poverty. He scares us. He promises us shar, evil. As opposed to the malak, the angel, who are, who are the awliya of al-mu'mineen, the allies of the believers in this dunya before they pass away. Ghazwat Badr, the battle of Badr, when the mu'mineen, muslimin, were 300 and some change, and the kuffar were over 1,000. Some of the riwayat say that before we even swung our swords, the kuffar were dropping. Before we even swung our swords towards them, the kuffar were all dropping. How? 
The malaika were sent down. So malaika, awliya. Nahnu awliya'ukum. We are your awliya. We are your allies in this dunya before you pass away. And we are your awliya. When you're about to pass away, that sa'a, that moment, no matter how fast we see it for us, how fast it may come, someone may have a heart attack, may have a stroke, something may happen very, very, very quickly, go to sleep and not wake up. But that, that moment, the things of al-ghayb, that's the reason why belief in al-ghayb is such a strong thing. Believing in the unseen is such a strong thing. We don't have to see it to believe it, touch it, smell it, taste it, hear it. Brother Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in his messenger, we make tasdeeq of it, we believe in it. Sami'na wa ata'na. We hear and we obey. The lamma of the malak, wa amma bil-khayr He promises you good. He tells you believe in the khayr. Believe in the khayr. Yani, the time of death is sa'at eid lil-mu'min in our reality. The time of death, the thing that is between us and seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is a eid for the mu'min, is a festival for the mu'min. It is a time that he, should, he will be, without a doubt, the mu'min, the zoni for the mu'min. He will be as, he won't be able to tell us, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from the mu'mineen who are able to see this. Lakin for him, that person passes away as a mu'min. It is a time of Eid for him. He rejoices when he's given these glad tidings. We are your awliya in this dunya. Do not fear. Do not fear what you leave behind. Do not be worried about what you're about to face. You're going to face good, insha'Allah. In his qabr, its reeh and its ruhan, its smell comes into his qabr. And it, يعني, the smell of Jannah. His qabr is. As far as his eye can see, although we see it يعني, six by six, six feet down, and we see it as such a small place, like in all reality, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stretches it out for them. And from the amazing things is that Al Mu'min Yadhulu ila dunya bakiyan adatan yani wa yahruju bahikan. The Mu'min he enters okay. Oh, all, all us humans. Usually when a baby is born, what, what's the first thing a baby does? Cry. cry. If the baby doesn't cry, what do they do? They make it cry, right? Yeah, Because they say that the baby has to cry and, and they have uh, 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 medical reasons of why, the, 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 the baby's lungs, breathing purposes, and so on. But usually the first thing the baby does is cry. The mu'min, when he enters this dunya, he's just like any other baby, correct? He cries. Lakin. And everybody around him, when this mu'min, when this baby boy, this baby girl is born, they laugh, right? The baby is crying, but everyone's laughing out of joy. MashaAllah, the baby, my, my, my daughter's had a baby, my son's had a baby, my grandkids, my great-grandkids, and so on. My niece, my nephew, my, 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 my friend's kids, my cousins, whatever you want to think of. That mu'min is crying. And everyone around him is rejoicing and happy. Lakin the mu'min when he dies, does he cry? He's happy. He's the opposite. He's rejoicing just like how those when he entered this world rejoiced. And even more. Because he sees where he's going. Lakin, when one loses family members and friends, the mu'min is laughing and the mu'min is happy and ready to go. Lakin, the family members are doing what now? Crying. Yani, what, what an ironic world that we live in. And what a world that really isn't worth much. And what a world that we go through many trials and tribulations. Lakin, this is all an imtihan. This is all a test and tribulation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And these are all good things. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said, أَشَدُّ النَّاسِ ابْتِلَاءً الْأَنْبِيَاءِ فَالْأَمْثَلْ ثُمَّ الْأَمْثَلْ The people that are tried the most in this dunya are the anbiya, the prophets and the messengers. Then those that are closest to them in Iman, and then those that are closest to them in Iman, and then those that are closest to them in Iman. So if one sees himself being tried in his dunya, then know that inshaAllah ta'ala, he is closer to the Iman of the Salihin, the Awliya, and the Anbiya. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves him. And if one isn't tried by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
and he's still getting khairat, he's still getting things of the dunya that is good, that we deem to be good, then one should fear for himself. One should fear for himself. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is still providing us with good health and good wealth and so on, but yet we are every day disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with major sins and not returning back to him, then we should fear. Because Allah, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَيُمْلِي لِلظَّالِمِ حَتَّى إِذَا أَخَذَهُ لَمْ يُفْلِكْتَهُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lets the zalim keep going, keep going, keep going upon his badness, keep going upon disobeying him and not returning back to him and still gives him the dunya. Because one may say, this person is not Muslim, like, he has good health, he has good wealth. I believe in Allah and his messenger, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is trying me and my family. La wallahi. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is only imla for them. This is only يعني, giving them more time. So their sins can increase even more. Until Allah subhanahu wa grabs him and takes him, لم يفلت, he will not escape from him. So alhamdulillah, if we're being tried in our dunya, we say alhamdulillah, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept from us and make us all people of Jannah. Wa jazakum khaira wa barakallahu feekum. Wa akhiru da'wan alhamdulillah.